Good morning, Raboisai. Oh. <laughs> Today, Raboisai is the earth side of the Israel Kim HaKodosh, HaRizal. Rav Yitzchok, Luir Zeichet Tzadim Kodesh Levrocha, Rav Yitzchok Ben Rav Shloyme. By Amorachai Binder, Lili Nishmas Rav Zev Avron Ben Rabbi Yosef Sholem Binder, Zeichet Tzadim Levrocha. By Yisachar B. Rothbaum. Lili Nishmas, my dear sister, Leib Brian, maybe there's a lamid here, Brian Bas Yitzchok Tzvi. And by Joe Shoman for Shloyme for my wife. Undergoing knee surgery, Pardes HaChodesh, by Michael Bemela. You're going to love this. Even scream louder than that. Ah, in memory of his mother, to make it to Umar Rosh Hashanah this year. Says really Adler from Spring Valley, New York. Dear Belly, there are no words to explain the geschmack you're putting into the shir. It's a chiddush for a litvak to have such a geschmack like a chosid. I want to warn you in advance. So you don't see any cold coyote against the shear, you didn't succeed. I was waiting, I'm waiting for that, you know. <clears throat> From your Talmud who listens and learns that Torah anytime for quite a few months now, Sruli Adler. I thought, this is a tremendous Hashgacha Pratis, tell me what you think. Good, good morning, Rebelli. I already feel a connection, although we never met. My mother grew up on 6548 St. Louis Avenue in Lincolnwood, Illinois. So first of all, that's a couple houses down from my Shver's house. What's amazing is I got this email yesterday, and we, we basically bought a house in Lincolnwood directly, directly across the street from that house. 6553, this is 6548. You got what's going on here? Okay, I'm just, just throwing it out there. Her maiden name is Schnell. Her father is Jack Schnell. Curious if you knew them. My uncles are David and Tani Schnell. Where's, where's Yeshua? Yeshua! You hear this? David and Tani Schnell. Vada, the very, very famous in Chicago. I've been trying to keep up with Chabura, but it's not easy when you don't have an actual shaykhs of the Magichir. But ever since I listened to your interview with Yaakov and Nachi, everything changed. You're trying to convince Yaakov Lengen to join, but he said he was doing Kenyan Msechta. I myself am doing it. But now that I'm doing sukkah, I figured it's the perfect time to join. I didn't even wait. I started on Yuma Daf Pei Hei. Like you said, don't wait until the Masech is finished. Start now. Thanks for sending me the art scroll. I'm still trying to figure out when to listen to Shir. It's 12.15. It's a little late. Thank you, Rebelli. He's not in Chicago. He's from Clifton, New Jersey. Thank you, Rebelli, for making learning Yishmak and fun again. A Victor Weiss. Shkoyach, wow. From Aaron Sittner. Shalom Aleichem Rebelli. If you have something to say, come over here and say it. I don't know what you're screaming over there. What are you saying? What is he saying? You have any idea? No. I didn't think so. Somebody's got to start daffing. Okay, Rabbi said you should all know somebody that start. What? I have no idea. Okay. Shalom Aleichem Rebelli. I want to share a story with you that happened with my Rebbe, Rev. Klein Kaufman. He told us that he found a safer yeshiva and he had a cash on some point and wrote it into the margin. A few days later, he sees a response to his kasha <clears throat> written under the note. This correspondence goes on a few times. He never saw who was writing the answers. One night, he gets a call that the yeshiva Farakway, it's the yeshiva Farakway alarm went off at 2 a.m. 
So he went to investigate. He found your father writing in the Sefer. He was the anonymous writer. That is my dad, yeah. What are you saying? You have an announcement to make? What? So why are you screaming over there? Come here, say, say your announcement. What? Oh, you said uh, he loves me. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Wow. I'm touched. Shkai for screaming it out from the back, though. Um, I'm sure if he was the Mechaber, the Savior, he's not sure. Okay, Koltov. Oh, we have Mom's a lot of time here. This is from a Brumi Lightman. He's a speech pathology, pathology in Lakewood. Pathologist. I wanted to express my, of course, I'll tell you for a wonderful share that you give, and I truly feel that it would be very difficult to go with the grind of the daily daf if I did it any other way. My 13-year-old daughter sees me many times watching this year in the evening, and she says, that Ellie Stefanski is your new bestie. Teen lingo for best friend. I also wanted to give thanks again to the sponsors, my Yuma Gemara. Da -da -da -da. I have to say that your motto of catch up later was right on target for me. I finished myself a few days late. The only problem is that in my case, choyte niskar, because I get to make a seam in the nine days. I believe that some say this is an Indian dafka to make a seam in the nine days. Da -da -da -da. Okay. Avrumi Lightman. One more. We still have time. Reboise. One more. Okay. First of all, I want to thank you so much for the amazing cheer. This must take hours to prepare. It's extremely noticeable and clarity. Koyaks including pictures, props, and I was curious to. I was curious if one may or should answer Amen to the Brach of Shahakal that you make on your water while watching the Shir and Zoom. I'm not a rub. I don't know. Anyway, it's time to get to the daf. Shmuli Hech, Brooklyn, New York. And then I got another one yesterday. Rebellion. On occasion, I see you drink water without a bracha and something's with. Why? Come on. Sometimes I drink without a bracha. Should I be saying Amen when it's just seeing you making bracha? Mordechai. The answer is that because people don't know if to say bracha, and I try to make the bracha before Shir starts, that's why you see me drink without a bracha. I don't know. I'm not a rough. I, I do dafiyami. I'm a balabas that does dafiyami. I don't know anything about... Anybody want pens? Oh, Danny. Okay, fine. You probably are wondering what goes on up there in that booth over there. I've never been up there until last night. You're not going to believe it. This is what goes on in the booth up there. It's pretty intense. Here's the audio board. Here's that new uh, joystick, the $1,000 joystick. It's an amazing piece. And they're operating two cameras. And you have to know how to... My kids, are, they, they feel cool when they push the buttons. It's like on TV. You push camera one, camera two, and going to camera one. He has this mouthpiece over here, and he's talking to the guy that's sitting right next to him. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and... And if you look closely, right in this box right over here, you can see my Chavrusa, Aravi Didi Kramer, who's also on the screen, but this is what they see. This is how they see me. How you guys doing up there? It's unbelievable. All right, great. Oh, we didn't do a good morning, Rabbi Isai, from, from the Kaisal. Do we have that? Sounds not good? Oh, that one? Yeah, I know. So what? But it's Kedai to do anyways. This is the picture of the Kaisal Siam, one of them. It's a beautiful, beautiful gathering. Okay. Today also happens to be one of the records. I don't know. There's over 20 different pictures here that I had to print out. So hold on tight. Says the Gemara. We're holding on Daf Vavam base all the way in the bottom, three lines from the bottom. We discuss Machloikas. 
Is it Shtayim Kil Chasson? Bishlish is not feel Tefach. Is it two full walls that are seven Tefachim plus the Tefach? Was it three plus one Tefach? If this, there is one Tefach, Shtayim Kil Chasson, Bishlish is not feel Tefach. Where do you put this Tefach? So we have a big Machlaikas here. You don't really need the pictures. You can just look in the side of your Gemara. You have it pretty much all cleared up. So, picture number one is you take this tefak, this brown piece, and you just put it by one wall. So it creates a third wall, and this is how we understand everything is beautiful. The two of them told the Rav, top of So you can see in the picture in Rashi, or you could look over here, it's in color. I just put the blue line here. If you put a little bit on the angle, it creates a triangle and it closes up your wall. If you just put it out straight, then it's not closing anything. It's pretending to close one wall. Over here, it closes it off, creates a triangle, which is not a problem. There are some that say you shouldn't really make a sukkah at a triangle. But of course, you have here at least a zayin al zayin or dal whatever the shear is with inside over here, and it closes it off. Another pshat. That's just on one of the two walls, but straight. It's ki'ilu, it's a third wall, but it's only one tefach. This, it's bent in on an angle, creating a line here. This one is bent to meet the other corner. Like, it's in line with this blue line that I threw on here. That's, that's keneged roish tar. The other one is that it's bent this way. It's, it's in a straight line. Pretend here, this red line over here, that's what it's following. That's the first shot. <clears throat> Similar, but not right, not really. But Shasik Rav, according to one shot, he didn't like what they were saying at all. <clears throat> Excuse me. He ignored them. Another shot in Rosh Tar over here is put it in a place that it's not touching anything. And it could close off the two gaps, an imaginary line, so to speak, halachically or whatever, going from here to this. So you put it right in the corner that's not touching anything. That's another pshat according to the Maram, excuse me, in Rashi. In Rashi. Tefach. I don't, I don't think so. Don't think so. He certainly didn't have those straight, straight lines like that. He was, his sab was a little... Next prep. Itmar Nami. Okay, like the first shot we had. And that's how they paskin there. We don't paskin like that, but that's how many Amaroyim paskin. You do put it attached to one wall in the not as a triangle, but as a square. I'm holding this up for the next shot. Don't, don't worry. So there's a regular tefach, and there's a laughing tefach, which means slightly, the fingers don't touch each other, like somebody that smiles and laughs, and it's a larger tefach. So you take a larger tefach, and you place it three tefachim away from the wall. So what do you have total? You have a three, a little bit less than three tefachim gap, and that is closed in with Allaha of Lavud, plus one tefach. So we have four tefachim. Four tefachim is the majority of a seven tefach wall. You're supposed to have a seven tefach wall. Now you have the majority of it, and that's how 
we use the one, you want to know how to use the one tevach? You don't take that one tevach and put it on the wall, you take the one tevach and you maximize its, its ability. That one tevach could create a four tevach wall. Why not do that? Mavui is an alleyway that, I don't have the picture here, we had it the other day, in those days the Chatzeros used to go into the alleyway. Basically, according to Rashi, not according to Tyson, according to Rashi, it's a Mavui Mufulosh. It's open on both ends. So this is the alleyway, and you drive through here, you walk through here. So the point is, it's a sukkah that has two walls, very good walls, but they're not touching each other. They're not on right angles. It's not an L shape. It's just two walls that are separated. It's kosher. But you still need one tefach. What do you do with the tefach? He has four options here. He could put it on any one of the four sides. And here in this place, he put it right over here on this. Use the tefach over here. So you have one wall and a tefach. And opposite it, you have another wall. Big chiddush that this works. Because it's not shtayim kil chasam. It's shtayim kil chasam, each one individually. I don't think so. No, that's a, that, that one is attached. Attached. Rabbi Simon Bitemo, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi Omar, Oiseloi Pasar Bo Mashu. In the Mavoy, where you don't have the two walls touching each other, and it looks something like this. You make a nice, serious, four tefach piece of whatever, wood in this case, and you distance it three tefachim away from the corner, a little drop, less than three. So now we have a total of seven. Four plus the gap of three is seven. And Mimela, we have a full-fledged wall in a case of a Mavoy. This is not a case of a, a, a regular sukkah that has two walls and we're trying to figure out what to do with the tefach. This is specifically for the case that you have two walls that are not touching each other. How come we said before, one tefach is enough and you put it three tefachim away from the wall. All of a sudden now, we need a serious piece of wood that's four tefachim wide. Over there, where the two walls are L-shaped, they're touching each other. So it's enough to use one tevach. What happens? What would you think? We're saying, we're talking about so what if you have a sukkah, and in the sukkah you have your nice candelabra, it costs a thousand dollars, two thousand, whatever silver costed it, and sitting there in your sukkah, and it's open, it has only two walls and a tefach, and you're in the middle of 13th Avenue. As soon as you turn around, somebody's going to and walk away. Is that a kosher sukkah, because perhaps a sukkah that somebody could just grab your stuff and leave, that's not a good sukkah. I'll give you a hint. Zalacha that says, there's a Mordechai, Rishon, who says that if you have a sukkah that's open like that, and you, you're scared to sleep, you're in the middle of a street, and people are going to walk by and poke you in the middle of the night, they're going to do stuff to you. So it's not kosher. The sukkah is not kosher. 
So what about a sukkah that you can steal from? So there was a chacham that said it's did the same halacha. But the Ramah said, it's leisheririn v'leikayamim, there's no connection. When you're sleeping, you're really scared. So it ruins your sleep, it's not a good, it's not a good shlof. And if you can't sleep, it's not a good sukkah. Any sukkah you can't sleep in, is not a good sukkah even for eating. But over here, you worry that somebody might take, so stay, you'll stay there. That's not a reason to say that a sukkah is possible. That's what the Ramah says. Okay. Weiter. Omar Rabba. Ve'ena niteres elo b'tzuras ha-pesach. Comes Rabba and says, you know what you do with that tefach? You make a doorway out of the, out of the tefach. You take the tefach, you split it in half. Like a half and a half. Let's see if I have a good picture of it. Half a tefach over here, half a tefach over here. And you make a tzuras ha-pesach, like this. The entire wall. Okay, forget this part over here. I don't know if I have a better picture. Tzuras ha-pesach. You take the, again, what do you do with the tefach? He says you put it over here. He says you, you put it three, tfa- comes Rav and says, no, take the tefach. Cut it in half, take a saw, cut the tevach in half. Now you have a half a tevach over here, half a tevach over here. Put something on top, you make a whole frame. There's nothing like a tzur sapesach. When we were learning Erevin, tzur sapesach was the strongest way to make a mechitza in Erevin. It's a lot better than a lechi, a lot better than a kaira, etc. Okay. So, that's we have three shitas in Rava. What did Rava really mean? Did he say, The only way. This, this could be mutters if you do a tzuras ha-pesach. Amri, Omar Rav, and some say in Rav's name, Viniteris nami b'tzuras ha-pesach. Not only do you use one tefach, if you want, you don't have a tefach piece of wood. It's hard to come by. Wood is expensive. You have two, half a tefachim. I have an for you. Either you could use your tefach piece of wood, or you could use two half tefachim and create a tzuras ha-pesach out of it. You have a choice. In a third sheet, what does that mean? That you need both. Let's see if I have here. You take a tzuras pesach and you take a tefach in addition to the tzuras pesach and you put it three tefachim away, so now you have four tefachim plus a tzuras pesach. Now you're golden. You have four tefachim over here. Plus, it's source of Pesach of three Tvachim, or whatever. And now you have a serious wall. You're combining a Tvach with a source of Pesach. That's all the. Here's the other picture a source of Pesach that, that takes up. Here we go. By the way, I said it already twice since the beginning of the Sefer, but because it's the Arizal's yard site. The Arizal is the one that says, Shtayim kil chasan, Vishliza fil Tvach, Kishbarch was hugging Klai Yisrael. One, two, and a little bit. Here, that's a hug. So the Rizal will say Bishmoy on his yard site. I saw an Amshich, because you know we're learning sukkah now, we're learning about walls. So how, how do you stick in a little bit of a, a Gishmaga thing for the nine days? The Amshich says, He says, What are we daven for? Three things. So he says, When you daven, there's a difference between these three things. You have bonim, children, chai, life, and mezoinus, pernasa. He says, when you daven, make sure you daven for your children and health 
Shnaim kil chasam. Those have to be kemoshet tsarich. The shlishes, but the mezainas, it's a feel tefach. Don't worry about it. Because will take care of you. Don't, don't bother to And if the Eitzahara comes along and says, listen, I need parnosis, I'm not doing well. What are we going to do? He says, then you have to make a tzuras ha-pesach. Make a tzuras ha-pesach to remind you that we're going from this world to that world. We're only here temporarily. It's not a big deal. Chaparai, learn Torah, make sure you have children, make sure you have health. Parnasa, no, no. We're here at Tzur Pesach. And then I was reminded, I spoke to Rabbi Schoenberg last night. There was a Muradik story. This is for the nine days, the cover of the nine days. In 1190, there were 150 Jews that were trapped in a palace in York. In England, here, in this palace right over here, the Clifford Palace, 1190, still here, it still exists. The, the guy were chasing them, and they, they, they made a deal with the guy over here with the, the head, and they, he let them in, and then he turned on them, a whole mice, so they kicked him out, but everybody's screaming outside, we got to kill the Jews, kill the Jews. And they realized, and they said, if you come out and you baptize, we'll let you live. Otherwise, forget about it. You know what they did? They made a bracha. Al Kiddush Hashem, and they shechted each other. They, they all committed suicide. 150 Yidin in 1190. It's a documented story. Nobody sleeps in the, the town York. A Yid will not sleep there. If you live in England, right? Rabbi Schoenberg. MS? He's a Kherim or something, no? After five, it's like the Kherim de Rabbi Gershom. After 500 years, it passes. No? So you're marrying another woman? Yeah. Really? Oh, you don't even step into York? The island doesn't go to York. Fine. You don't even show that picture. Ah, the house of Narizal. Okay, very good. Ha. Okay. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Shkivanum. Kemat. He's saying the Al-Sheikh Narizal, since the, the Arizal is the yard side, so he yites with the Torah of the Al-Sheikh. Okay, beautiful. Weiter. Ravashi, Ashkechele Rav Kahana, the Kohovat Tefach, Soichek, Vikohovet Surah Sapesach. He did two things. Interesting. You know, people took this uh, seriously. I guess the wood was expensive, whatever, to make a whole, a whole uh, wall was difficult. So he used the Tefach and the Surah Sapesach. Or maybe he stopped and wanted to show his children how he could be Yitzhak Sukkah. It's Allah Chalamaisa. You use a tefach, away from the wall, three tefachim. In addition, you do a little bit of a Tursa Pesach, bam, you have a, a, a kosher Sukkah, which really consists of two walls. Rav says that you could get away with only Tursa Pesach. Why do you do two? Oh yeah, no, okay. There's a, there's a whole, there's a three-way machlek, is what Rabbi said. I hold like the Lashon that says you need a Tevach and the Tzuras HaPesach. Lama Rabbi, what's your name, Tzuras HaPesach? Okay. Shtayim Kilchoson. Two walls that are seven Tevachim and one wall that's a Tevach for a total of three walls. Omar Rabbi, V'chein L'Shabbos. This is an amazing, amazing Allah. On Shabbos, on this Shabbos coming up, if you carry from your house into 
a room that consists of two walls and a tefach, which is in the middle of Rishusa Rabin, you're over. You're carrying from Rishusa Yachid into Rishusa Rabin, two walls and a tefach don't do anything for you on Shabbos. But if it's Shabbos Sukkot, one time a year, this Shabbos in the middle of Sukkot, it is a good Rishusa Yachid. You believe it? If it's a Sukkah, and it's a room, and I'm telling you, you could be Yaitzim, it's a Sukkah with this room. So it's a Rishus HaYachid for you. So all of a sudden, it flips into Rishus HaYachid on Shabbos, even though all other 51 weeks of the year, it's not a Rishus HaYachid. Amazing. It's a wild Allah. V'chein Shabbos, Migui. It's a Migui. Migui, the Havidoyfeli in Sukkah. Since we consider this a full-fledged wall, have a definitely in Shabbos. That halacha, it's a doiraisa. Mechitzin our halacha lo mishmisinai. Halacha lo mishmisinai dictates that it's a true wall. So if it's a true wall, it's a wall for Shabbos. Only the Shabbos of the year. Eisvi abayo, umi amrin migui. I'll prove to you the opposite. Vodanya, doifen sukkah ke doifen Shabbos. Ubelvad shaliyeh ben kona lechaveroi shloisha tefachim. So it goes like this. This wall works if there's less than a three tefach gap between each piece of wood. Now, question. When Shabbos is a halacha, they can't have harutz merubal You can't have the open space be more square footage than the standing space. So, is this kosher on Shabbos? Yes. Why? Oh, not maybe. That is the pshat, because it's lavod. Lavod bridges the gap. This is considered completely closed. And Mamela, it works. Now, another halacha, the same thing. We learned this in Erevan. It doesn't matter what way you go. You see this a lot. People have these kind of sukkahs today. They sell them a little bit. Like, you know, you put these ropes because of the halacha that the, the wall can sway. So they, they sell you this tight string and that doesn't move at all. You put it every less than three tfachim going this way and that works. Okay. We say, Shabbos al sukkah. Shabbos is more chamur than sukkah. Sha Shabbos enoni teres ela ba'oimed miruba ala parets. Okay, so here it goes. Look at this sukkah right over here. So they did a very nice job. I don't know if you could see. The, the red, everything in red, obviously, is closed off. Everything in yellow is open. If you do the math here, because this wall is completely open, there are 18 amma that are open and 16 amma that are closed. So this is a good example of a parut meruba There's more open area then closed area on Shabbos this sukkah uh, uh, is not a good mechitza this is not a Rosh Hashayachid on sukkahs it is so what should the halacha be that on Shabbos sukkahs this should work this should be a good sukkah why because since it's a good sukkah on every other day so it should be a good sukkah on Shabbos you're right that on, on a typical Shabbos it doesn't work but on the Shabbos of sukkahs it should work but that, it doesn't say that here. What does it say? My love says, 
Abayu. Yisera Shabbos the Sukkah, a Sukkah. Vilayam Rino Migoy. That's what it says here. It says that there's a bigger Chumran Shabbos than Sukkahs. And that this Sukkah does not work on the Shabbos in the middle of the Yantav Sukkahs. Why? Because it's Parutz Merubalayimit. And Parutz Merubalayimit does not work on Shabbos. You can't say Migoy. According to Rava, we should say Migoy. Since this is a perfect Sukkah for all other days of the week, in the weekdays, so this should be a good Sukkah on Shabbos Kaidish in the middle of Sukkahs. And it says, L'chari, it's not. La, you didn't understand Pshat, says Robert, back to Abayah. You say, Shabbos, the Alma, Al Shabbos, the Sukkah. It's not true, you're right. The Shabbos of Sukkahs, this does work. All the brides were saying is that a typical Shabbos, this week's Shabbos, that this wouldn't be a good Mechitza, but Sukkahs, it is a good Mechitza. So you see that there's a difference between Shabbos and Sukkahs. Yachi, listen to Nami, say a sukkah dalma, a sukkah the Shabbos. Let's do the reverse. That what? Dilu sukkah dalma If you have two walls, just two walls, what, what do you have to do in order to make the sukkah kosher? You have to add one tefach, not just a tefach, a fat tefach. Okay. And what if you have two walls on Shabbos? How do you carry in that place? It's called a mavui. What do you do to make a mavui mutter? You put a lechi. How big is a lechi? A mashu. There's no shir to a lechi. So now you see that Shabbos is more kal than sukkah. So why don't we say that? We should also add that as a chiddush. Not only are we going to take the, the, the coolest of sukkah, but we're also going to take the coolest of Shabbos. We took the cooler of sukkah saying that you could also use a parts merubal ahimed. We took the cooler of sukkah yeah? So let's take the Kula of Shabbos and say that all you need is a lechi mashu. You don't need a tefach seichek. You don't need a, a full fist. You could do a little tiny sliver of wood and that should also work. So here's the picture. Here's an open mavi. And he puts chach on top. All you need to do, even though these two walls are not touching each other, all you need to do is put a tiny little piece of wood right over here called the lechi. You don't need a full-fledged tefach. So what's the question? The question is, so why don't you put it in the b'risa? Tell me to Allah, say, if I'm going to use a, a kula of sukkah, on Shabbos sukkahs, in other words, I have a wide-open sukkah, it has ear everywhere. It's 51% ear and 49% wall. Typically on Shabbos, that's not a good room. That's not a Rosh But because that Shabbos fell out in the middle of the Yantav of Sukkot, it's, it's a good wall. So that's cool number one. Halacha number two, if I create a Sukkot made out of two walls, instead of typically having to use a full tefach, I can use a sliver of wood that's barely noticeable. It's called a lechi, and that works. Since it works on a regular Shabbos in the middle of the year for people to carry in the mavi, it also works on sukkahs. Two halachas. Says the Gemara, you're not going to like the terror so much. I don't like tzrichalei. You're 100% right. But there's no need to, to write it. Why? If Shabbos, if you're over on Shabbos, you get Misa, Skila, 
There's nothing worse than getting stoned to death. Sukkot, no. You didn't eat in the sukkah. I ate outside, I ate outside of the sukkah. They're not going to give me uh, misa for that. So it's much more chomer Shabbos. And I'm willing to take the big chomer of Shabbos and say that typically you can't, you can't use this as a, as a mechitza on Shabbos because it has too much air. But it's, on Sukkot, the cow makes it into a good mechitza. So certainly, then of course, if it's a good lechi, the lechi works on Shabbos, of course it's going to work on Sukkot. There's no need for me to say it. Unbelievable. I know you're not going to like it, huh? Shaking his head. He doesn't like it. Okay. Can't win them all. What are you saying? So that sukkah is more chamor? Barov is the one that was mechadish this din. Rav himself was mechadish this din. Yeah. I saw what you did there, Gary. I saw. I like it. It's not bad. You're getting better at it. He zoomed that at the oilam, zoomed, he showed the oilam, and then he went, zzzz. but it's hard. You have to control. I'll tell you how it works. This, uh, this joystick has a zoom in the stick as you turn it, and you, you move it forward and backwards. So you could, you have to, it's like, that's what they said. They asked me, how come you're not, how come you're not good at this? I was pretty shvach. You have, to, you have to be coordinated. You have to like zoom in, and he's playing with it. And at the same time, okay, that's where they get paid the big bucks up there. Gufa Marava. Now we're turning to the Zion of the Bays, sponsored by the MD White Tehillim Group. For all those who need Shiduchim Refuas and Yeshuas, please join Tehillim.amindav.com. Oh, so we just finished talking about this case. There's two walls, and he puts the schach on top of the two walls. There's no connecting walls here. All he does is puts a little tiny piece of wood. I don't even know. Gary, could you zoom? Oh, look at that. Right over here is a piece of wood. That's called alechi. Wow, wow, Gary, you're getting really good at it. Fine. By the way, I have to say, I forgot to mention, I have to say, tremendous ishkayach. Who took the picture of me? Chaim Snow. Chaim Snow is a videographer who came in from a frat. He spent hours and hours, he just got back from America, he spent hours to, to adjust the coloring. You know, we, we have new equipment that everything has to be adjusted, the audio, the this. So ishkayach to Chaim Snow. By the way, here, Stam, I, I don't know if we skipped this already. This is a great picture to show how a sukkah, that this idea of parts merubal aimed, this sukkah is missing two walls. So right there it's 50-50. In addition to the two walls that are missing, he created a door, he has a window. So obviously the open space, the open area is a lot more than what's closed. And this is 100% kosher on, on sukkahs. This on Shabbos would be problematic. It's Shabbos sukkah, it is good. Okay, here's a, a good example. Because you're allowed to have windows, you're allowed to have that kind of stuff. Now, these are... I just I brought this picture because the picture I'm about to show you doesn't really show the L shape. So I wanted to show you the L shape first. Again, you're in the middle of a Rushusarabim or a Carmelist, but it's much better to say you're in the middle of a Rushusarabim, full fledged Rushusarabim Dairaisa. You're permitted to make Dyumdin, also called Pasibi Rice. These are made out of one Amma by one Amma L shapes. 
and halachically, we bridge the gap, 13 am or whatever it is, and we create a Rishus HaYachid. Because this well is Rishus HaYachid. It's 10 fachim deep, 4th fachim wide, Rishus HaYachid. So it'd be awesome for you to draw water from here in Shabbos. And we're, we're concerned about the oil Regalim. Chachavim said, this works every single time. This works every Shabbos of the year, Hanukkah also. Chachavim said, don't use it. We, re- we restrict you to use it only by Aliyah Lerego. Okay, fine. That's the restriction, but Midaray said this is mutter. This works perfectly. So now I took this and I made this. You see what I'm saying? You don't really see the L shape here. I tried a little bit to draw over here and whatever. I don't know, I don't know why, but you don't see it. So now you take on top of the L shape, you put schach. Shero. Utsricha. So now, Ba'etzim, we have three halachas. We just learned two of them on top of this page. Now what? That if you have a mavi, two walls, you're allowed to put tzchach on top, provided you put a little lechi. We have these funny walls. They're not really walls. I don't know what you could call them. These are L-shaped brackets. I put tzchach on top and we're great. And then we have the, the halacha that we spoke about before, all the way in the beginning of this year, and the whole day, actually, the whole amud is that one tefach. What do you do with the tefach? says, Gemara Tzricha, all three are big chidushim. When we're talking about a mavoi, so the question is, why do I need these two? And the answer is, this this guy has beautiful walls. Look how tall they are. They're massive. They're just not touching each other. So the chiddush in this one is that they're not touching each other. The chiddush in this one is that they might be touching, but they're very small. They're only one amma by one amma. Nothing. This is also a chiddush. So that's what the Gemara is saying. Each one has its own little chiddush. So you have two perfect walls. You only have an amma. How much is an amma? Six tvachim. So you have six tefachim and six tefachim. You don't have a single wall that consists of a seven tefach wall. It shouldn't work. And if it only said this case of four one-ama walls, you have, at the end of the day, you have four walls. Yes, not, they're not seven tefachim, but they're four. Over here, in this case, you only have two walls. They're massive, but they're only two. And if I said these two cases, I'm going from Shabbos to Sukkot. Shabbos is Chomer because it's Misa. Sukkot is not Misa. But to say the Chiddush that we started off, the big Chiddush of Rava, that if you have two walls and a little Tefach, Typically, that does not work for Shabbos. Why? It's not considered Rosh Hashanah at all, but since it's a good sukkah, says Rav, it's also a good Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos. I wouldn't know to go that direction, to take a halacha that works in sukkahs and use it for Shabbos. That's a bigger chiddush. Tremendous chiddush over here. 
So we said that the schach has to provide enough shade. And if there's more sun coming in than shade, the sukkah's possible. That's the first mission in sukkahs. Sukkah. Tarabana. What if there's windows in the, in the sukkah and a lot of sun comes in? It's burning you up. Shaila, Allah A good sukkah, not a good sukkah. Says the Tanakhama, it's not a problem. Because we are only concerned about what the schach does. What's the ikr sukkah? Sukkah means schach. I need to make sure that I have the proper amount of schach. If I put sun directly on top of my sukkah, does it create shade or does it not create shade I don't care whether the sun is coming in from the walls or not that's not my problem says the Gemara no I must be concerned about the walls so you said before that this kind of sukkah even though it's let me find that picture let me ask you if you're going to change your mind here you also said this, Noam. If you have a sukkah that's made out of strings, a bunch of lovuds, we all know what it looks like, but let's get the picture. Forget it, I give up. Okay, you know what it looks like. Let's say you have a wall made out of glass. Your sukkah, your whole sukkah is made out of glass. It's a kosher wall, but sun comes directly in. Or, worst case, your sukkah is made out of strings. Every two and a half fachim is a string, string, string. We said that works, even though it's part of the It works, you said, because it's lavad, lavad. According to your Yoshia, kosher or not kosher? It's good kasha, no? Because halachically, it's closed. But physically, the sun comes in. What do you say, Rabbi? Not kosher. Why? He's right. Taisus on Omad Aleph says, that it's not kosher. Tiny little toys in the middle. According to Yoshia, this sukkah would be possible. Sukkah made out of glass, sukkah made out of love, not kosher. We don't pass it like that. According to Yoshia, it would be a problem. Remember, we're talking about the kaporis. Now we're talking about the paroiches, not to be confused. I didn't have a better picture. For lack of picture, here's the paroiches. It's a curtain. This is where the Aryan used to be. This is the Evan Shasia, where we do the, the Kfaris. It says in the Pasuk that this Paroiches, which is a standing wall, creates shade, schach. So you see that standing walls have to create schach for our sukkah. That it creates a mechitza, Paroiches mechitza, kishach so you see that it has to provide shade, says Rabbi Yishev. Verabanon, Ahu Denikov Beipurto, says the Gemara is not true. It's interesting, but they're going to say that on top of this paroiches, there's an overhang. It actually created shade from the top, not from the side. That's what it means. Omar Abayo, very, very easy sugyo. Abayo says there are eight, not seven, not six, eight tanoim that hold that a sukkah has to be Adiras keva. That a sukkah has to be a permanent structure, can't be a flimsy temporary structure. With all these tanaim, we don't pass them like it at all. Or abaya. Now, another thing we have to understand is yes, these tanaim, in theory, they have the same theory, but they don't agree with each other. In other words, you're going to see Rebbe says the sukkah has to be four amas, Bishami says it has to be seven tvachim. 
but they don't agree with each other. Oh my rabbi, they, the idea with, they, they agree with the idea, not with the outcome. All eight. And now we go one by one, very, very simple. A suka has to be a permanent structure. It has to have four by four. Like a mensch. You live like a mensch. You don't live in a little, little garbage can. You live in a, a four by four. We just said that if the sun comes through the walls, it's not a good dira. You wouldn't either live like that. You want sun shining into your face? No. So it has to be a permanent structure. The famous review in our first Mishnah. If it's above 20 Amma, the Mishnah says it's possible, but come, comes along with the Machshir. Why? Because it could be a permanent structure. It could be a 20 Amma structure. Reb Shimon is of the opinion that the Sukkah has to have four walls. Why? One of the reasons we said all the way at the end, the Pasuk says it should protect you from all the elements. No, that's a permanent structure, like a house. Protects you from the rain. I printed, you guys know what it looks like, but I printed, why not? There's beautiful pictures. Might as well show it. If you make your sukkah like Chabad on top of your pickup truck or on your boat. So Rebbe says it's possible. Why? On the boat too? In Venice? Wow. According to Rebbe it's possible because it could blow off in the wind. It's not, it's not, it keeps on moving. Whatever the reason. It has to be a permanent structure. So this is a completely different sheet to the Rebbe that says that you need four amas. But the point is, I need to provide this Bishama a table. Why table? What's on the table? Because it has to be like a house. You have to have furniture. You have to live like a mensch. Permanent structure. Here, a trif, like this. Little teepee hut, whatever it is. It doesn't have a nice surah. People don't like living in, in roundish, like, oh, uh, here. Here's a guy from the Koyla who was telling me yesterday. Rebel Yochim is here. He's running away. Imagine if you're, my brother had a situation like this. He had rooms in the attic. And you have a bathroom, just picture, a bathroom, a shower, in the, you can't live like that. It's very, very difficult. Nobody wants to live like that. You want to live in straight walls. You want to, this is not, this is temporary. This is for whatever. I'm not going to say that. Fine. Or, like this, once again, like in the houses over here, I actually have it here. We're, we're trying really hard to raise the roof. We have a, a second floor on the top. The rooms go like this. It's, it's difficult. You don't want to live like that. And finally, and this is all we're doing for today, we're going to go into tomorrow. If the sukkah is round, it's like a chicken coop. Imagine living in a round, everything is round. Wherever you go, there's no wall, there's no end, there's no beginning. People don't like living like that. It has to be permanent. Here's the eight sheet that a sukkah has to be permanent. Have a wonderful day.